Guys, you ever get tired of being told you're too much? I swear it should be my middle name, Abby Too Much Akinbade. But look at me. I'm 11 stone and 5 foot 4. I'm not too much. I'm compact. Pause for a laugh. The crowd's a bit uptight tonight, but it comes eventually. Then I always find the skinniest guy in the audience and give him a wink. A little topper that supplies another ripple. I look down from the stage at my mark. Honestly, babe, with these thighs, I would break your back. A double-pronged win. I make a fat joke before they can, plus I enjoy watching my target squirm. His pal gives him a urine nudge. Trust me, mate, you're not. Thing is, I want a man that can handle all of me, and I'm not just talking about my magnificent rack. That doesn't get its usual cheer, though two women applaud like they've just seen a marvellous rally at Wimbledon. What is up with this crowd? I push on. No, guys, I'm not just talking about my incredible, curvilicious bod. FYI, you English girls should be grateful God gave me this Nigerian behind. If you had it, you'd topple over. And you definitely couldn't handle my Nigerian parents. My mum is so strict, if she met royalty, she'd get them to bow down for her. A tittering, but nothing substantial. Jeez, they're making me work tonight. Well, they won't be able to resist my best Nigerian accent. Guaranteed crowd pleaser. My mum would be like, get down your highness. A crown and scepter does not make you special, special. Prostrate yourself. (sighs) Okay, clearly not pleasing this crowd. Maybe somehow they know in reality my mum's posher than the front row at Ascot and my dad's so quiet, half the time you don't even know he's there. Oh, who am I kidding? Audiences aren't bothered about the truth. They just want funny. I look back at my mark, who's quivering under the hot glow of my attention. Nah, babes, if you want this, you gotta want all of this. I'm not just a snack, I'm all three courses. No cheer, again. Fine. Tonight's crowd are so chin-scratchy and right on, they're probably worried laughing at this big black butte isn't PC. Honestly, political correctness will be the death of comedy. Anyway, that's all from me. My name's Abby Akinbadi because I'm bad, I. Some laughter, some half-baked applause, but as it's all that's on offer, I'll take it. I hand the mic over to Dina, the MC, and I'm done. Even though this is an unpaid open mic gig, she usually pulls in a decent crowd at the comedy cabin, so I'm pretty sure tonight's stuffy vibe is a one-off. At least I hope it is, because playing good rooms like this is what's going to ultimately get me where I want to go. Walking out on stage at the Athena Theatre. In all its 3,000-seat glory, the Athena is where dreams are made. The comedy Olympus, only true stand-up God's grace. And it's where the BBC shoots Showtime at the Athena, which even my humour-free mother has heard of. From international superstars like Yolanda B. Rockwell to homegrown heroes like Mark McGinty, when it comes to the Athena, only the greats need apply. And one day, someday... I want to be up there too, making that huge crowd bust out laughing. That's the dream anyway, but until then, I'll keep singling out skinny guys in the front row of open mic nights all while juggling gigs, my temp job, and, of course, dating. Sheesh, that whole area has been a long thing. Trying to meet someone who gets me and isn't just looking for salad-munching arm candy. Someone who's into the whole package, not just the wrapping. There's no joke. Especially when you're a busy babe like me. So tonight I'm multitasking. I'm on a date and I've brought him to the gig so he can hear my routine. A shameless declaration that he needs to accept me for who I am. No subtlety or subtext with Abby. What you see is what you get. 
I just hoped Sam, my date, was taking notes. I see him lurking towards the back of the room, looking hella cute. A stocky damson Idris, his ebony complexion glowing like a polished gem, gorgeous eyes set to a permanent smolder. I've never dated a smolderer. Well, I nearly did once, but turns out he had a squint and just needed glasses. I grab my stuff and head over to him. Man, his hotness should be illegal. All right, I say, trying to match his smolder with a smize. Hey, he says, eyes swiveling to me before being drawn back to the next act on stage. She's funny and thin. I glare at Sam, wondering what's captivating him more, her material or her thigh gap. For my own sanity, I stopped trying to compete with size 10s years ago, but the idea he finds someone else funnier? Man, that pricks at all my insecurities. I work hard to force them down and instead wait patiently for him to bring his attention back to me and, you know, our date. Shall we sit, I say, Tude pushing through, not that he notices. Sure, he replies, finally coming back to Planet Abbey. We squeeze onto the end of the comedian's bench, him taking a long, slow drink from his beer. Me, just waiting. I've been off stage a whole eight minutes. Isn't this where he tells me, well done, interesting ideas, nice lighting, something, anything? Us comics may look all conquering on stage, but in real life, we're fragile AF. Finally, I cave. So, what did you think? I'm no comedy expert he says, shrugging. Okay, let me help you out. You know how sometimes comedy has like a message? He looks at me. Oh, that, yeah, it was a bit... Come on, man, spit it out. Much, he says with a half frown, before his gaze flits back to the stage. Ugh, this is the story of my friggin' life. From my mum to my teachers, bosses to boyfriends, I've been told the same thing a million times. I want to collapse in on myself. My spank's the only thing holding me up. I mean, have any of these people ever thought, maybe I'm not too much? Maybe they're not enough? I should screech this in Sam's stupidly gorgeous face, but instead, I bury it. Yes, I'd love to blast him with a keynote speech Michaela Cole would be proud of about how he needs to appreciate me for who I am. But for some reason, I'm still clinging to the hope there might be something between us. So instead, I smear on a smile. Why don't we have another drink? At the bar, I regroup, ordering Sam a zero-alcohol beer, the best low-key clapback I can think of that won't actually derail our date. Though it's on life support, I'm not calling time of death just yet. But I've already done the most. I've let him see me perform, got a banging outfit on. I've even done a bikini wax because, well, you never know. He needs to do some heavy lifting now. Returning, I plant myself and our drinks down. Sam leans in, eyes on the skinny girl who's approaching the end of her routine. And he whispers, to be fair, you were funnier than her. And just like that, Sam Agyafong, you've earned yourself a reprieve.